Welcome to the Flatlands Fuel Podcast with your hosts Dwayne Dirksen and Tanner Friesen. Stay tuned for all kinds of hunting talk, outdoors talk, various other topics. You're sure to have a good time. You're in good hands. stand episode here I guess um, it's May the 24th and here I am sitting in the bear stand I hope this uh, will record well so we'll see I tried this once before in fall time um, while uh, pasturing for geese and it worked, but then it didn't work, and nothing ever got uploaded, so I think it got lost in the vast world of technology. Nonetheless, here I am. It is just I here today. It is the Bushmaster 25, your host, half of the show, Dwayne Dirksen. I suppose you could call me the founder of Flatlands Field and Fell, or as some friends of mine like to say, Flatlands Field, Fell, and Food, I have recently acquired a pellet grill, and I have been taking full advantage of all things pellet grill related lately. Well, not all things, I haven't done a brisket yet, but that is on my near close by list of things to do okay so I'm not exactly sure what to talk about today but you can hear some birds chirping blue jays and sparrows and chipmunks and squirrels running around here at the bait try and keep my voice low or quiet I should say It's been raining all afternoon. It's currently 6.41 p.m. It started raining at about 11.30 in the morning, just before lunch. And it's been going on and off ever since. I haven't been out here. It's Friday. I haven't been out here since Monday, Victoria Day, a long weekend, a Monday, a May long weekend. Um, this year we are behind... Um, in greenery growth in the bush, in the coniferous forest of Sandylands Provincial Forest. Yes, we are behind in the undergrowth growing, which is taking its toll on my bait activity, I do believe. And, um, this is welcome rain, so hopefully today it, today it rains, so hopefully tomorrow it'll be hot and dry and uh, spark some more growth. It's definitely increased in the last few days, the greenery, so 
Um, here's hoping that it continues. But overall, things have been slow. Their action has been very slow this year for me. Um, I'm running a mixture. I'm right. I've got some barrels full of oats with um, uh, restaurant grease. By the way, if anybody has any restaurant grease they can get rid of, let me know. Let us know. I uh, always need more. Always running out. So restaurant grease, oats, and then I also have uh, from a local butcher, a friend of mine. I used to work for actually he supplies me with his butcher scraps when I need so I've got a whole slew of that out here too and um, aside from the ravens and crows and turkey vultures my most frequent customer in uh, recent weeks has been pretty much every day it's been a wolf I've seen wolves out here there's lots of uh, wolf scat everywhere and this guy comes back pretty near every night and sometimes during the day. So he's been, I made a pile on the ground of scraps, you know, bones and scraps, whatever. Made a pile and I covered it with sticks, like, so that to uh, deter the birds from stealing it. Because last year, year before, I can't remember, we had just dumped scraps on the ground and not covered them. and. The whole bait site was just white from from birds um, relieving themselves, I'll say. So I said enough with that. So this year, like most outfitters do, not that I'm an outfitter, but like most guys running baits do, I covered them, with, covered the pile of sticks. Plus, it's just you know, then it's you actually have to work for it, but. Um, had a few nice bears on cam, so the sticks have gotten broken into a little bit per se. But uh, the wolf has done some serious work, so I think my pile is near empty. And I've got some in my beaver cage and in another barrel. So that's one thing that's been lacking this spring. I haven't been able to get a single beaver yet, but I've also spent more time in the stand than in the swamp. So, it is what it is. You know, it's, we say that too often, is what it is, whatever. <laughs> These are the thoughts that come out while I talk to myself in a tree sometimes. I think about why do we say it is what it is? Well. You hear it somewhere, you hear it on TV, you hear it, whatever. That's irrelevant. So, I do, I do have some nice bears on cam. Um, pretty much all nocturnal right now. Um, sunset nowadays is 9.15pm. And yesterday, the 23rd, Thursday, I had two nice bears at uh, 9.33 p.m. So that's well within the shooting window still. Albeit it is very cloudy today as it was raining all day, or all, most of the day. So, 
it will darken. As long as these clouds stick around, it will be darker sooner. But, so as far as sticking around here, we'll play it by uh, light value, I suppose. And see what uh, I can make of it. If I can't see, well, then it's time to leave. Because, well, I think it's pretty hard to uh, make a nice shot on a dark object in the dark. Even if it is close by, and I'd rather make a very ethical, proper shot, you know. So, but, uh, hmm. number of times this uh, spring already I don't even know I'm not sure how many sits but quite a few pretty much every evening on the weekends and a couple during the week every week it's been um, for me it's been it's been getting a little tough you know lack of action and whatnot it's always nice when you have action See if this works. Instead of holding the phone, I can put it on the right here. Um, I'll be able to catch up on some reading, at least. Uh, the a book by Aldo Leopold called *The Sand County Almanac*. It's a great book. Every outdoorsman, conservationist that is out there should probably read it. Gives you a bit of a different look into things. Might change your perspectives on some things. It's interesting, and it's it kind of brings you back to a simpler time. And you know, sometimes it's 2019. We need that more than ever. I would say. <clears throat> I uh, I have uh, never self-recorded in a tree stand before. I heard John Dudley do it one time on his Knock On podcast, so hopefully this uh, is half of what, or a quarter of what he came up with there, so. There's a, it's slightly drizzling right now. It's been, yesterday was a beautiful day. Very beautiful yesterday. This morning was great about, you know, from about 5.30 to, uh, I'd say 9 a.m. was nice, and then steep drop off. <laughs> but I ain't just blessed to be out here. Blessed to be out here in the It's a little chilly. There's a number of cranes, sandhill cranes, just sitting around, so that's always nice to see the ribeye of the sky. That is the, in my opinion and many other people's opinion, that is the best tasting game meat or waterfowl uh, meat out there. I was unlucky and didn't 
get my hands on any this last fall. So hopefully that changes this fall. I need to put in some serious work and develop my own decoys perhaps. Let's uh, step away from hunting for a bit and we could talk about some uh, ultimate fighting, some MMA, MMA. Um, well, my boy Donald Cowboy Cerrone um, recently beat Al Iaquina in a main event in Ottawa, I believe it was. So that gets him uh, one step closer to the lightweight title, which I would assume he'll be fighting for in the near future if he beats Tony Ferguson next month. Um, yeah, here I am drawing a blank, nonetheless. This ought to be a short episode. NASCAR still going strong. I believe it's the Coca-Cola 600 this weekend in Charlotte. If I'm wrong, correct me. I don't have enough service to look that up at the moment, so. Oh well. Quite calm right now, though. At least it's not windy. Not overly windy, per se. I, uh, I'm really hoping to get a nice bear this year. It's been, I'm on a bit of a drought here and for a few years, and uh, there's a lot of new, you know, I've, since my last bear, I've advanced my cooking quite a bit. And there's quite a few different dishes and recipes and cooking methods that I am eager to try. So, here's hoping that uh, one hits the ground coming soon. I made, uh, for the first time ever, I made some pulled pork last Friday, so a week ago on the pit glass pellet grill, just a pork shoulder and, and, and then uh, pulled it afterwards. It, uh, I rushed things a little bit, so, you know, a learning curve right first time. And even though I rushed it a little bit, it still came out so nice. It had a good side of the bark on there, on the side of the cut, and it pulled apart very nicely. It's very moist. I'm excited. Hoping to do some bear shoulders like that. I'll leave bone in and just let her go. Whatever it takes, six, seven hours, I don't know. Let it go and pull that sucker and just, mm -mm. I'm excited. Very excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
know, it gets, uh, gets very tiring. Sitting in a tree stand when action is slim to none, it takes a toll. But if you want to have a chance at, a, at your prey, you need to uh, spend the time. And it, um, you know, that's the way it goes. Out here in, you know, in, in the prairie, uh, Canadian provinces, despite like, albeit I'm not hunting on the prairie or there, this is, I can't, I can't see more than uh, 50 yards, so, or, like this is forest, so, I can't see more than 50 yards, in between trees, but, out here, um, Spot and stock like they do in British Columbia and uh, the states, not in the states like Montana, Wyoming, etc. Colorado. You, you can't, like, if you want to get a bear, you basically need to bait them. And that's why it's legal here. You can't use dogs, but you can, you can bait. So that's what we do here. We bait. And we bait hard. And we hope for the best. Um, you know, the, the habitat where these things live here, it's so full of bush. It's, you know, if, if you don't have a, a point for them to come to, you'll almost never see them. You'll almost never see the bears in the bush. If you just wander around like you're, as if you're hunting deer, or you just set up a random tree stand, chances are you're not going to find the bears. So that's why we allowed to bait and I have no problem with I guess the morality or the ethics of it uh, population management is important like last year I had some opportunities on some smaller bears but I, I passed them up because I knew there was a big guy around so you know, we're always hoping for the, hoping and waiting for the, the bigger, older guys, the boars, the males, that have, you know, done their, <laughs> done their duty, and they're ready to move on in life to whatever happens to a bear when they die. Because I'm sure some of you know, but um, eventually, if a if a boar wants to bring a, a sow back into heat, she has a cub, then she, then he might go and, you know, kill and cannibalize the cubs in order to aid in bringing the sow back into heat so he can breed her, which is kind of weird, but I didn't make those rules. <laughs> That's just the way the, the cookie crumbles, I suppose you could say. It is what it is. It's bears, not humans, so it's a different ball game. Speaking of ball games, it looks like the Toronto Raptors are doing quite well in their basketball postseason run. I don't watch basketball, but I I see their highlights on at the uh, at the gym I go to pretty much every day, so.
Looks like they're doing quite well. Good for them. Our lonely Canadian team. I used to be a basketball fan. And then I grew up. No, I'm kidding. I just got sick of it. And now... Well, I used to be a, a, a football fan as well, but... Uh, even my... I grew up being a diehard hockey fan, a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, and my fire has burnt out some over the past number of years, but this, at least this playoffs, this uh, Stanley Cup uh, playoff season 2019, I, I picked up more and, and uh, was deliberate to watch some games, so that had been a few years. Felt good again, but I am not looking forward to the Stanley Cup final in Boston, Boston Bruins and St. Louis Blues, so I'll be I, I do not like the, the Bruins one bit. So I'll definitely be cheering for the team that knocked out Winnipeg, St. Louis. Again, it is what it is. I suppose if you're listening to this, you could play a drinking game, and every time you hear me say that, you know what to do. So we have closing day of bear season is June the 16th, I believe. Father's Day, whatever that falls on, I believe it's the 16th. So I've got, we've got uh, two, three, four weeks left? Three weeks? I'm not sure. I believe the rut should be coming in full swing now in the next week or so. The bear rut, it's kind of weird, you know, we're all used to um, hearing it with the rut, like the white-tailed rut or the elk rut or the moose rut, that's the way of all time. Whereas bear, that's spring. So that's kind of interesting. Oh yeah, but as far as hunting them in, in our fair provinces here, the breadbasket per se, like either you have to bait them or find them on a agricultural field whether it be whether they're crossing fence lines or you know getting into cornfields or wheat fields you know, they do tons of crop damage right so you can um if they're on field edges you can get them there sometimes but that's again that's all that'll be all private land so if you're helping to do that, you need permission or your own land or whatever, you know. But they definitely, especially right about now, they do like to go out on field edges and graze on the grass or the hay or whatever. In fall time, you'll see them ruining cornfields and wheat fields and barley, etc. It's not not, the, not that they go and eat so much of the crop, but they... They just wreak havoc in there. They roll around, they destroy, they trample. and They can cause big damage. So, typically around here, farmers are not too happy with localized bear populations.
<clears throat> Overall, it is a it's a fairly nice day to sit in a tree stand. I guess you can tell I'm running out of ideas in my head to talk, but I'll keep her going here. We'll get a half an hour. <clears throat> If you're, if you're uh, wanting to hunt bear in Manitoba, then if you're a resident, you can just go buy a tag and go, I guess for, as long as you have your hunter safety, etc. But if you're a non-resident, then you have to go through an outfitter. But there's plenty of reputable outfitters here in Manitoba, fairly local to us. And we produce some of the biggest bears in North America, albeit technically uh, black bears are only in North America. So I believe it's like North Carolina and Manitoba are like top in the record books, which is kind of interesting. North Carolina is like they don't hibernate nearly as long there. And up here, like, it's like so cold. And they hibernate for a long time every year. And somehow they, they grow huge here too. So, anyway, it's good. Growing big. Farming bears. <laughs> that would be an interesting, uh, business venture per se farming bears I guess if you're a zookeeper and you have bears it's kind of like that but here you go it is what it is I have seen quite a large population of deer in this local area here this spring. So hopefully, fingers crossed, toes crossed, we have a greater um, tagging amount this fall for whitetail. One deer just doesn't fill the freezer for very long. Well, it doesn't fill the freezer. It helps, yes, but doesn't keep a fella fed for too long. Hard to beat that good lean protein. Hard to beat it. And, you know, I myself, I'm, I guess you could say, uh, would avid be the word? Whatever. I I um I train every day, and I'm into a you know like a loose style of bodybuilding. So lean protein is very attractive to me. 
you know, doing all that, uh, counting your calories, etc., macros, whatever. Lean protein comes in handy. You know, eating that whole food diet. It's hard to beat that whole food diet for maximum performance and day-to-day -day, uh, progression, whatnot. Actually, I uh, years ago I had bought this this big bag of it was a weight gainer with whey protein, and I bought it because it was on sale. It was cheap, whatever. It was one of those, you know, those uh, 10, 15 pound bag, or whatever. And I used it a bit, but then I realized I don't want a mass gainer at the time, and really I've never wanted a mass gainer. I always. Whatever, that's irrelevant to this one. Anyway, so I had some kicking around for years and years. I used a little bit of it here, a little bit of there for bear baiting. So this year I finally emptied it out. I made myself a nice mixture of about 30 scoops of this masquinator, along with a couple gallons of restaurant grease and then, you know, a good 30, 40 pounds of oats. Mix that up good and slop it around the bait site. And, hmm, somehow it's just still not attracting too much action, but. I don't know. I would, uh, if I was a bear, I'd be all over that. So maybe I need to set up a a gym here in the forest, in the bush. Set one up where we can uh, get some reps in before I take one of take one of them home, put them in the freezer. Keep that protein lean. But yeah, I'm excited to. Uh, you know, really hoping to take home a bear and do all kinds of hopefully fantastic cooking. Um, Eric Griba, a NHL hockey player, he uh, he's uh, he also has a, a hunting show of sorts and he does a, a grilling with Griba thing on Instagram and I believe maybe on a TV show. I'm not sure. And he just recently got a bear this spring, and he's been showing what he's been doing with it, and I'm excited to try new things and get after it in the kitchen, rustle those pots and pans. So, you know, here's hoping. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this monologue of rambling and, you know, just one mug bantering today, but... It is what it is, so hopefully you uh, hopefully you got your uh, your drinking game uh, fired up by now and hopefully uh, you're feeling good and go get some lean protein. All right. God bless.